doing the design. Okay. Begins with the words Chor Eit Asher As. Ah, you're recording. Good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you ready to start? Yeah. Okay. Zacharit Asher Az Tsar B'finim. The really introduce Sakina. Sakina is about the event of Titus going into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Uh, there are uh, two uh, events that take place within that context of significance that I recall. One is that as he enters, he stabs the parochet with his, with his sword. And a miracle happens, and the parochet gives off blood, as if it were alive. Titus then says, ah, I killed their god. In other words, the, the mindset of Titus is so distant from uh, anything that might be negative within his context. There's the realization that he had just hit cloth and that uh, the, the results were that blood came out was uh, you know, beyond his, his grasp. All he could think about was that ah, he has been successful in doing what he wanted to do. Okay. Second thing that happened is that he apparently took two prostitutes in with him and opened up a Sefer Torah, lied on it, and uh, was with each uh, one of them. The the um, I, I don't know what the symbolism, if there is any, of of, of two. Whatever it was, uh, you know, th- th- this is how the Medrash says it, this is how the Kinah presents it as well. Okay. So now we'll start reading inside. Zuharat Asher As Tsar Bifinim. Remember what the Tsar, the enemy, did, Bifinim. Bifinim is the shortened version of the word Bifninim, uh, meaning in the Kodesh Kodeshim. Shalaf Charbo He pulled out his sword and he went all the way inside into the Kodesh Kodeshim. Nachlatenu biet kitime lechem hapanim. Our Nachala which seems to be referring to the, the Beis HaMikdash, uh, oh, I, and I shouldn't say that, Nachlatena seems to be the Jewish people, as in the first cube. Kleitash Hashem Amor V'Nachlatolo Yazov, the word V'Nachlatolo Yazov seems to refer to the uh, Am Yisrael, so that... <coughs> The word Nachlatenu means Am Yisrael. Nachlatenu b'yeh, he frightened the Am Yisrael. Kitimei lechem hapanim. As he was metame the lechem hapanim. 
I don't think it means that he was metamid with doing anything specifically. It's just that he uh, his presence there is already metamid lechem hapanin within that context. And he attacked the parochet, which had two faces. This is based on the medrash that the the parochet was double woven. In other words, the picture on the on the side of the parochet, which was in the kaddish kaddishim, or, or the way it looked, facing the kaddish kaddishim was a different uh, weave than the what you saw on the side of the Eichel. Do you understand what I just said? Okay. That's a Yider Parochet Ba'alat Shtefanin. That was he stabbed. Yitomim Giel V'magein Ma'adam The 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 um, the orphans of Yerushalayim he made disgusting with his red shield, you know, which was clearly full of blood. He he measured uh, the area with a, uh, a a red measuring stick or measuring uh, measuring unit, measuring uh, rope. Memenu dalach. He, uh, he, he spoiled or he, he contaminated our waters with the blood of his, of his arrows, which he made drunk with blood. Uh, as he entered, exited to the base of Mikdash, with his sword full of blood, because that was the blood of the uh, of the Kodesh, of, of the parochet itself. Al Hagoto Havod Gavar. His thoughts uh, that he wanted to do strengthened him. It strengthened him to do more evil. And Hashem helped him, helped him do what he wanted. This was the the frightening thing of the of Titus in the Kodesh Kadashim. You know, you have Kohen Gedolim who entered the Kodesh Kadashim, and the, the Agatha tells us that they were pulled out uh, by their feet. They they, they died. Within context to being in the Kodesh Kodeshim. And here, Titus, who's not even a Jew and is a terrible Russia and who does terrible things there, he walks in, he walks out, everything's fine. Mitzrayim Bechalum, Asherbam Gavar, over Egypt and any other nation that he had been, uh, that he had overcome, Ani Betoch Ibuyo Arutzevah Suddenly, the the kina has Titus talking in first person. I into his ivuyo into poeshev ki ivitiha. You know the, the, the word ivuyo is based on that pasuk in, in the Shira Malos. Poeshev ki ivitiha is referring to the base of Mikdash in that pasuk. So ivuyo is is where 
Hashem is chosen for his mikdash. I would say, I'm going to go at his neck. I'm going to kill him. Avotenu sarabich kichniso bachurav bachla esh. Our ancestors, when they brought an esh zara, referring to Nadava and Avihu, right? Zara bichniso, when they entered with an esh zara, bachurav, the youngsters, the children of Aaron Akoin, bachla esh, they were consumed by fire. This is following the Medrash that another an idea went into the Kaddish Kadashi. It's not obvious in the Pasuk, and it need not be explained that way, but there are certainly Midrashim that understand it that way, even in the Taurus Kohanim. So the, uh, and the, this, the Rebbe Lazar Kalir is following those Midrashim. So they went into the Kaddish Kadashim. Another an idea, the, the, the future, at least one of them, Kohanim Gedolim, if, if not for this. And, and they were consumed by fire. Vizer, Titus, Salaichnis. This is reference to the Passover Ba'at Salazona. Uh, and the, the word Salah is being used here instead of the word Zona, literally. He brings in the Zona, he is not burned by fire. He survives it. Now the Gemara asks, how could this be? And the Gemara answers, the, the, the Kedusha had left. It's gone. It doesn't mean the Halacha Kedusha had left. But the, the, the notion of the Shekhinah being there, you know, by, by the time Titus gets in, it, it, it's all over. You know, so, so he, he doesn't, he's basically conquering a, a, devo- a place devoid of Kedusha because the, the Kedusha has left uh, within context of the Churban per se. Not because it. Avadim chitu b'sukol labat esh. Hi, We're uh, we're going through the kina uh, yudzayin. Um, it's uh, from the day of Tisha B'av. We're up to the paragraph that begins with the word avotenu zara. We're in the second line. If you can find that, okay. Thanks. Okay, so Avadin Chitu, ah, uh, it's something I didn't tell you. The first word of every line in this kina is the first word of each pasuk in Perakei Avecha. So the first uh, line in the kina is Zachar Et Asheras. It's Zachar Hashem Me'ayalan O'ay. So each, you know, the the last parak of Echa is the only parak of Echa which does not follow alphabetical order. It's just random letters. Even though it has the exact number of letters of the alphabet, 22 letters, it's, you know, the Rav explained, it's it's lost focus. It it just goes. And, but but the kina here is very structured as a, as a result. We don't notice the structure because there's no aleph there. But if we think about the the psukim in in the uh, in perek ha'avecha, each line is, starts with a word from from that uh, from the next puzzle in order of the psukim. Okay, so we're up to the word avadim. 
עבדים חיתוב בסוכו לבת אש. עבדים מינס לכהנים, זה עבדים מן המקדש. וכהנים, they stirred the flames when they brought in, into the fire, the fire, into the מזבח. ואומר בבית אש ממרום שלח אש. But what is happening now, in, in this house of fire of Korbanot, Hashem sends a fire down from above. And, you know, here, here the, the, the Pasuk is, is, is an explicit double entendre, a double meaning with contradictory meaning. Um, because, you know, the words Mimarom Shalach Eish is, is a Pasuk in, uh, in Echa also. It's a pasuk in in We understand the fire of the Beis Hamikdash is coming from Hashem. It's Hashem is burning the Mikdash. Well, what the the Gaim are doing is just uh, a facade. Really, it's Hashem who's destroying the Beis Hamikdash. The um, but there's also a hint here to the idea of the Eish that Hashem sends down in the Mishkan. In Parsha Shmini, that uh, Hashem sends down the fire to to, burn, to take in the Korbanot, and also, in effect, by Eliyahu Anavi, in Har Carmel, that's not in the Mikdash, but the, the, in the, in the Parsha Shmini, it's literally the Mishka. And um, and here, you know, in, in good times, in the best of times, Hashem sends down an Eish. To take in the Korbanot, and here I say Hashem is sending down an age to destroy the Beis Hamikdash. Okay, line nine, pasuk tet. B'nafsheinu tavanu botzi klei sharet. We we are sinking. We we are drowning in our souls when the klei sharet are taken out of the Mikdash. The saman ba'anishayit ba'am lahashret, and they they're put in the boat. They were apparently the you know the the Romans did not treat the mikdash disdainfully. They burnt it, they destroyed it, but they took the precious items and they brought it to, uh, to I guess to Rome. I mean you know we know the the picture on uh, on on Charitas of of uh, the carrying the menorah and uh, other kelim as well. You know to to pass it along. To, for them to use it. Oreinu, you know, that's a possible. Oreinu kitanur nechmaro. Oreinu yimak ki ishkim misharet. Our skin uh, sort of dries up when we think of the misharet and the Beit HaMikdash waking up the next morning. Going into the Mikdash, which he probably didn't do at all, but the, the, the Kina presents it as if he goes into the Mikdash. The Mishnah in Talmud says that there are 93 Kleshareit in the Mikdash, and they're gone. They're missing. They've disappeared. The next line 11, Nashim. Kisharu kiva aritz. 
you know, in, in the, uh, I, I think the, the Kina is taking the word Nashim out of context completely here. In the Pasuk, the word Nashim refers to the, the, the Jewish women of Yerushalayim. But here he seems to be referring to the women, the two women that Titus pulls into the, the Kodesh Kadashim to do the Avera with. Nashim Kisharu, the women were prepared, like in the word Hachshara. The women are prepared, Kiva Aritz, because the Aritz, the Titus is coming. The Karka Abayit Masmerotav Echaritz. You know, you, you could hear the, his, his shoes with its uh, nails stamping as he walks into the Beis HaMikdash. And here there's a, not a simple line, Sarim Lupatu Bivo Paritz. Who are these Sarim? If these Sarim are the Jewish Sarim, it, it's an awkward term, but it's, uh, it's, it's from the, the next the word in the Pasuk. The, if it means the Jewish Sarim, then it, it means Lupatu apparently means that they were frightened, which is uh, what the Targum says on, on the, you know, the, the word Vayida Fate, as far as I know, appears only twice in uh, Tanakh. If it appears in other places also, I just don't know about it. One is Vayshim Shom, which means he held on to something, and and the other time is fake by Boaz. The Mepharshim here, or the, you know, the Perush here, the, the one that I have, doesn't seem to uh, associate it with that term. But uh, if you look at... Uh, my, my sense is that the, the Rebbe Lazar Kaleer is saying something about the Sarim, meaning that it's the Roman Sarim. Who uh, who are held as the, the Paritz enters because they they see him bringing in who he's bringing in he's bringing in women there and and, and they are excited and according to Rashi in Sanhedrin and Afritet the word Vayila Fate by Boaz means that uh, he had a kishui uh, you know that's when he discovers Ruth in his bed that night Sarim Lupatu they get excited. They get sexually excited, the vo paritz, when they, they see the titus going in with these prostitutes. The ve kodesh akodoshim tzachanato yishritz. And he, uh, he, he gives off uh, his uh, smelly salmon in, in the kodesh akodoshim. Bachurimi bachutz tzadu mechuzakim. Young men outside are standing, holding themselves up. Everyone was expecting that the 600,000, there's a measure, 600,000 Malachim come, who, uh, Malachim, I mean, they're, they're Shadim, they're Mazikim, but they're, they're there to harm uh, to harm uh, Titus with what he's about to do. But nothing happens to him. They're all held back by Hashem. The elder are frightened. 
where the uh, the Chazakim who who should have been able to prevent this from happening allowed Titus to go in and do this. Asot Ritzono, Titus does what he wants. Who, referring to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Asur Bazikim. It were as if God were were being held captive, being held back from doing what what has to be done, what should have been done to Titus under these circumstances. Shabbat Sotein Vayavad Mon. The Sotein here is is the Bukhadnezar. We're told. The the first destroyer of the Beis Hamikdash, referred to as Satan Sotein, has stopped. The second temple is rebuilt by Yavad Mon, and now comes uh, Edom. By Sabev Choma, by Avetamon, he surrounds the city, and he destroys the many people. Nafla Erva Al Ninei Pitzel Lachluz Ve'Armon. Who is Pitzel Lachluz Ve'Armon? This is uh, Yaakov Avinu, right? He is Mefatzel Lach Luz Ve'Armon to to make the uh, the wood look uh, colored so that uh, the animals would look at it and, according to his understanding, have uh, speckled animals. So this phrase again, Anger comes down upon the descendants of Yaakov Avinu. Until he completely has to leave because of the destruction of the Armon, of the Beit HaMikdash. Yeah, I, I just say something that I don't know for sure, but the, the language of this kina seems to be even more difficult than the language of many of the other kinot, which are somewhat more understandable. And it would seem that the Rebulazar Khalir is, is uh, in, in attempting to describe what Titus does in the Kodesh Kodeshim, is is it intentionally using very difficult language, so to speak, to almost hide it. But of course, he, he says it clearly enough. He's coming to enter the Harabite. You know, there, there, it talks about different stages of Titus entering as he goes along. The, uh, this is following a Midrash that he, he takes in four uh, big officers in order to destroy it. On the western side, he leaves a memoriam, a, a remnant, the Kotel HaMaravi. As far as I know, this is the only mention of the Kotel Maravi in, uh, in the keynote. Al-Tzad Maravi L'Zecher Yisridbo V'Tzag Achar Kotlenu V'Lorav Rivo Hashem stood outside the Kotel, so to speak, outside of the Mikdash, and does not fight against Titus in, in what he does. And of course, the word Achar Kotlenu is from the, the positive Shir Shirin, Inezel Mer Achar Kotlenu, which, uh, you know, all the Midrashim say refers to the Kotel Amaravi, 
which is how Rabbi Lazar Khalil is presenting it as well. Now, the Kinah is pointing a finger at a Kadosh Baruch Hashem, you got angry at us. And you allowed our Pinui from the Mikdash, our, our being sent out of the Mikdash. Children who had nothing wrong with them, you know, the adults that did all sorts of sins with the children, they had no, they had no sins. And they were beautiful. They also were pulled out of the Mikdash. Why do you do you allow the Gentiles to 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 do what they want in the in in the Mikdash with their intentions, their gashot? And you didn't pay attention to the mincha with which we approach you. You know, this word, v'loshata ha-mincha pinot, is uh, a, a poetic way of, of, of the referring, referring to the Pasuk in Bereshit, v'yifen Hashem el-hevel v'al-minchato, v'al-kain v'al-minchato lo-pana. There's the word shata and, and pana, it's, it's all in there. You, Hashem, you're treating us like Cain. The way you treated Cain then. And, of course, the Jewish people get sent, uh, the, the Kalim of the Mikdash, rather, are sent off. The word Utz is uh, completely, uh, you know, just, the point is, it's, it's a country other than Eretz Yisrael. It fits in with uh, the, a very modern conception. I don't know if Arya Nachman, if you're familiar with this, the uh, the, the land of Oz. The, the word Uts seems to be the, uh, the, the 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 land of Oz, which is a literal translation. Of the word Eretz Uts is uh, is a, in America. It's a, it's a mythical uh, place where uh, you know the. There's a book about it, a movie about it. I think Lewis Carroll wrote the book, but the the the, uh, uh, the, the Wizard of Oz. But the the they, they were sent off to Chutzlaretz, out of Eretz Israel, to somewhere else. There's another version here. Eretz Kush. Look at Safari. They have two versions. One of them is Uts, and one of them is Kush. What does it say? Eretz Kush. Okay. Hi. Bye. Okay, I, I don't know what to make out of those two uh, versions. Hashivenu is uh, on the what well, we we repeat as the final pasuk in in the parak. Hashivenu Hashemelach Menashu V'Chadei Shemenu Kikeret. Hashivenu bring us back. Shivu Kavau B'Nivchayam. We cry as a the Kelim of the Mikdash are brought into. The, uh, the throes of the sea. And it's not just Sekelim. You know, here there's reference to a, a medrash. Uh, the, the medrash of the Shalosh Sfinot. The Jewish people were, whatever, they, they, there was an event in which uh, groups of Jewish people were put onto three boats. 
And uh, the people basically talked it over and decided the whole thing was a chilul Hashem. They asked, don't ask me who, whether they would go to Olam Haba if they jump off the boat. They were told they would, and they did. So the, uh, they, they basically all just jumped into the sea in, uh, in the, the transfer of themselves to, the, uh, to be slaves and wherever it was they were being brought to. They, they all decided together to jump into the sea. You know, here the this is the 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 horrible comparison between uh on the Yam. But here the Shiva Tishbachot is uh, that they're singing is within the context of their they're giving up their lives. Ka'al Yam like like the Yam of then. This is uh you know the the, the exact opposite of uh, of the nace of Kriyat Yam Kitomod Bawad Nafshan the the depths took over their lives. All this happened to us with Loshcha Chanucha. And we did not forget you, Hashem. They davened to the only thing that's real, the only thing that's mamashed within this context, like the Baruch himself. Tikvatam Natnu the Meshiv Mi Bashan. They gave over their hope to Hashem who comes from Bashan. It's one of the places that Hashem comes from. To Tar Sinai, Uvat called Nishma Ura Lametishan, and the echo comes out crying. How could Hashem? How could you sleep through this? How could you not take uh, vengeance over our situation? With that, the uh, the ends. The Kina ends. This does not have a happy ending. This Kina as most of you don't. Thank you. Thank you for coming, both of you. It's recorded. Uh, you'll send it out. Uh, tomorrow night is uh, Shabbat. Uh, I think it's too late to set a different time. I think you just won't have it tomorrow. The Zerum. And you're, uh, I know there's a keynote event, keynote event on, uh, on Shabbat, right? You'll be as prepared as you can be for, for this. Thank you for coming. And uh, we should be able to learn uh, happier things. But you have to learn this also. Uh, Thank you, Rebbe, for teaching us. It was very worthwhile.